ABC Dior. ABC Dior deciphers the symbols and secrets of the house of Dior. By illuminating key inspirations, discover this kingdom of dreams. Founded in 1947 by Christian Dior. ABC Dior invites you to explore the letter C, which stands for the world of cinema, intimately linked to the house since its founding. From the big screen to the red carpet, Dior creations have dressed some of the most famous actresses and actors, an exhilarating artistic dialogue that encompasses an extraordinary filmography, turning the spotlight on 70 years of fashion and the seventh art. Even before he produced his first sketches, Christian Dior possessed an unconditional passion for art. Upon becoming a couturier, he connected fashion to this pluralist fascination, designing costumes for cinema, theater, dance, and opera, while infusing his collections with the magic of music, literature, architecture, and culture in all its forms. As early as 1942, he designed the costumes for the Roland Thual-directed film Le Lia Cologne, notably featuring Odette Joyeux, and whose dialogues were written by Jean Cocteau, a collaboration marking the beginning of a great friendship. In 1950, these bonds were further enriched with the film adaptation of Jean Cocteau's novel Les Enfants Terribles by Jean-Pierre Melville, with Christian Dior designing the iconic dressing gown of the heroine played by Nicole Stéphane, a cult element of this unique work. No Dior, no Dietrich. Marlena Dietrich fired back at Alfred Hitchcock before the filming of Stage Fright in 1950. As friend of the couturier and desirous to control her image, the star's contract stipulated the provision of a Dior wardrobe for her part. The clause was non-negotiable. No Dior, no Dietrich became one of cinema's iconic behind-the-scenes reposts. A turn of phrase with devastating impact, much like Dietrich herself, an eternal muse of the House of Dior. A uniquely daring and uncompromising personality, combining masculine and feminine with singular elegance. She looked sensational in the pink Palais dress from the spring-summer 1949 Trompe-l'Oeil line. Christian Dior breathed new life into post-war cinema, bringing a new momentum to Paris fashion. The couturier would have a profound inspiration on Hollywood's costume designers. Press, radio, cinema and television work to hasten its advance. Within a few months, the great fashion migration has been accomplished. It is with these words that the founding couturier explained the rise of couture in his Conférence écrite pour la Sorbonne, the series of lectures he gave at the eponymous Paris University. On the street, on glossy paper, behind the cameras, fashion was everywhere a symbol of an era undergoing a complete reinvention. reinvention. In the Salon at 30 Avenue Montaigne, Monsieur Dior's designs were given names such as cinéma, comédie dramatique, mise en scène, premier rôle, 
comédie italienne, dénouement, scène d'amour and Oscar. Behind the scenes, within the walls of this kingdom of dreams, the couturier worked to conceive tailor-made creations for the constellation of stars who admired his talent, a group as famous as they could be demanding. A sweet memory is represented by a photograph of Christian Dior delicately holding Ava Gardner's sumptuously draped shoulders. He made her 14 dresses for the film The Little Hut in 1957. Another photo shows Ingrid Bergman sitting in the front row of the spring-summer 1957 Haute Couture show, assiduously following the name of each passing design on the programme. Three years later in Breathless, the boutique at 30 Avenue Montaigne served as a backdrop for the new wave figurehead Jean-Luc Godard. At the start of the film, a bottle of misty or perfume appears on the dressing table, in front of which Jean-Paul Belmondo is slowly rubbing his thumb across his lips in signature Bogart style. 30 Avenue Montaigne would also be where Jean Seberg would come for the cocktail outfit she wore to promote the film. Cut! We've come full circle. From Marilyn Monroe, immortalised in Dior for her last shoot in front of the lens of photographer Bert Stern, to Sophia Loren, Claudia Cardinale, Lauren Bacall and Grace Kelly, silver screen stars proved naturally suited to the Dior style. There was only one degree of separation between Christian Dior's lucky star and those on Hollywood Boulevard. In 1961, the Oscar for Best Actress went to Elizabeth Taylor for her role in Daniel Mann's Butterfield 8. At the award ceremony, all eyes were on the violet-eyed beauty and her soiree à Rio dress. This was chosen from among the creations of Mark Bowen's spring-summer 1961 debut haute couture collection at Dior. In 2009, Marion Cotillard, having won the category the previous year for her role in La Vie en Rose by Olivier Daon, wore a long evening gown from John Galliano's fall-winter 2008 haute couture collection to present the Oscar for Best Actress to Kate Winslet. This union continues today with Dior actresses and muses, including Charlize Theron and Natalie Portman, embodying the iconic fragrances J'adore and Miss Dior, respectively. And you? What would you do for love? Miss Dior, the new eau de parfum. In March 2021, French writer and playwright Florian Zeller received the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay for The Father in a Dior suit. Kim Jones's masterfully elegant tailoring has won over artists like actor Ashton Sanders and directors Darius Marder and Eric O oh this year. Across the Atlantic, in France, actresses and actors gather on the croisette to ascend the famous 24 Steps of Glory in front of the Palais des Festivals. The Festival de Cannes is a unique concentration of glamour that further extols the Dior dream. During this prestigious event's 1956 edition, Michel Morgan graced the cover of Paris Match in a Dior haute couture ensemble, titled Bal de Printemps, 
Later, Christian Dior's successors would also turn their attention to this same mission of making the stars and the whole world dream. At the 1961 edition of the festival, Sophia Loren wore the Céladon dress from the spring-summer 1961 Haute Couture collection by Marc Bohan. Mark Bowen, by turns, dressed Ingrid Bergman, Brigitte Bardot, Lauren Hutton, and Isabella Gianni. John Galliano, for his part, regularly celebrated the glamour, energy, and magic of cinema in his fashion shows. With his autumn-winter 1997 ready-to-wear collection, he brought Dior pinups to life in a fascinating mashup of Oriental inspiration and Hollywood aesthetics. The legendary charisma of Marlena Dietrich was evoked for spring-summer 2004 ready-to-wear. The red wool suit worn by Penelope Cruz in the Pedro Almodovar film Broken Embraces revisits a creation from his autumn-winter 2007 haute couture collection. The spring-summer 2010 ready-to-wear show reinvented the dark world of film noir in another example of this unflappable fascination. Maria Grazia Curie also looked to Dietrich's masculine-feminine dichotomy and the costumes from No Highway in the Sky by Henry Costa for her fall 2018 collection. Faithful friends, inspiring muses and empowered women, actresses have always occupied a place at the house's beating heart. Figures including Nicole Kidman, Uma Thurman, Isabelle Huppert, Julianne Moore, Zhang Zi, and Jennifer Lawrence, to name just a few, have turned to the House of Dior for their red carpet appearances, captivating viewers all over the world. Actors have also lent their fame to the most emblematic Dior perfumes. The house chose the face of Alain Delon, a lion of French cinema, to embody the powerful, iconic scent of Eau Sauvage, created in 1967 by Edmund Rudnitska. In the meeting of two myths, the cult scene from The Swimming Pool became one of the emblems of the campaign for this exceptional perfume. Today, Johnny Depp and Robert Pattinson also take their place as male faces of Dior fragrances. The passionate, enduring dialogue between Dior and cinema once again confirms the house's commitment to the arts. Cinema is the form of modern writing whose ink is light, said Jean Cocteau, an haute couture signature. That's a wrap. 